Shalom Rabbach, welcome everyone. Continuing Simon Kuflam and Aleph Sif Aleph Shir number three hundred and three, and we actually begin a new topic this morning in Simon Kuflam and Aleph, and that is Dine Nefilas Apaim, the halachas of Tachanun, falling on your face. Afiz really knows, which I don't know why it's not called Dine Nefilas Panim. Okay, I don't know. Someone figures it out. Let me know. I just want to point out that we just finished the halachas of Nisias Kapayim, which means elevating your palms. Now we go the other direction of Nefila, of falling down. So it's interesting that the two opposites over here of elevating your hands to falling down. Now, what's the basic understanding before we see the Mechairis of Aleph? We just hit the zenith, the pinnacle, the top, when we are climbing the mountain of the Harabais into the base of Migdash, into the Kodesh, into the Kodesh Kadashim. As when we dab Meshim we are to see ourselves literally standing in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the base of Mikdash in the Kodesh Kadashim. Whether you're a Koy in Levi Yisrael, that's all the same. You're in the Kodesh Kadashim. Now, after this, we have to descend the mountain as well, as Rosh Hashim Pingas Zatzal explains, on the other side and go down slowly. You don't just like elevate yourself to a tremendous high level and just drop. So that's the Philosophian. We're going down. Uh, the mountain on the other direction, if you will, or slower. And then you go to Ashray, you're descending until we go to Aleinu and by Mashkenaz, Shir Shal Yoyim. Would exception to that be, um, say, Halo? We're going to learn over here, and the Philos is very important that there's no interruption. There's no interruption from Shemana Esrei to the Philos And we had learned when we were learning Chelek Aleph by Shemana Esrei that, that we shouldn't do anything after after Shmona Esrei. We should say Tachnun right away. We have to connect the two together. And we begin now, Simon Kuflam and Aleph, Dinan Nefilas Apayim, Sif Aleph. Ain't the Dhamma Bain Tfilul and Nefilas Apayim. Number one, one should not speak between Tfilo, which means Shmona Esrei, to Nefilas Apayim. So, of course, one will say, well, you're not supposed to speak any time. But, but here, there's no interruption at all. As the Mishruz says in Sif Kanav, there If a person speaks and interrupts his Shmona Esrei to Nefilas Apayim, to the Tachanon, then, It's not as accepted. There's a separation. It's only if you stop and you get involved with other things totally. But a little, little sicha, a little conversation is not the biggest problem. However, in the Dirsh note they bring from Simonun Alice of Cotton Tess, where the Mishra says over there, that one should not speak after Nefilas Paim, as Mashma over there in Nun Aleph Sif Cotton Tess. One should not speak at all. It happens to be interesting how the, the day we start learning these halachas, there is no nefilas apayim because it's like Weimar today. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Okay. Ula hazin heitev kol brachu bracha. So he says, V'davka shloi be'eis sheshlich tzibar choyze etfilo. Da'oz sarich lishtoik ula hazin. What should a person be doing during chazor sashatz? He should be paying attention as we had learned in some kubcha of Dalit of Dalit to every single bracha. That one is 100% permitted to recite v'hurachum after after Shmon Esrei. It's all part of the techinois process, all part of the supplications 
that we are permitted to recite as we'll call the Tachanon zip code category. This is all permissible. And uh, during Nefila Sapayim, a person is 100% permitted to answer to a main Nehesh It's not like when it comes to Birchus uh, Kahanim that we said that a person should not be answering or thinking or listening to anything else besides the Birchus Kahanim. Here, during Nefila Sapayim, one is permitted and should be answering a menyeish mirabo. So let's just give a scenario. And Rav Ruben Feinstein Shlita Lahad Ben Chaim Lachaim or Chaim Kinyeski, they explain if you finish your Shmona Esrei, you should start in the fields of pain right away. Start your Tachanun right away. What I mean is as follows. Let's say you're diving a longer Shmona Esrei. By the time you finish your Shmona Esrei, the Chazan is is about to finish Tachanun and start Kaddish. So, in that case, you'll say, okay, he's about to start. So, should you wait and answer and standing up? Or should you start your, your Tachnun right away? So, to that, the place can say, start Tachnun right away. Start Tachnun right away. Now, when your head is down, then, in the, and they're saying, so you also, you should pick, try to pick yourself up a little in the, in the, in the chair. And say Amen Heshmerava with them. Don't skip out on the Amen Heshmerava or or or, or Amen. Say that as well while your head is down. Now, of course, if you're taking your steps back, and then they start Kaddish, so you answer Amen Heshmerava right then and there. You don't jump to sit. You, you just took your steps back. So then that's where you're standing now. That's where you're holding. So you answer Amen Heshmerava. That's not it. That's not what we call the hefsek. That's what happened. That's where you're holding the davening. Sivkot and Beis, one should not be speaking in the Dabra Bain Tfilul and Tfilus Apayim, says the Mishnah Brur Miyu, in Avar Vediber, what happens if a person did speak? So sometimes we learn if a person spoke, so now they break the situation and they shouldn't do what they're about to do. So maybe if a person spoke after Dabashman Esrei, before Nefilus Apayim, maybe he doesn't say Nefilus Apayim now. So to that, the Mishnah says, no, that's incorrect. Pshito did Tzarech Lipal Alpanov, it's obvious. If a person did speak, he still has to say in the Philosophaim, Mutali Spalba Mokam Echod, Belipal Mokam Acher, he is also permitted to dive in it in one place, Hishmon Esrei, and then he is permitted to say his Nephilosapaim in a different location. But he should not be interrupting in the middle of Nephilosapaim. Says the Mishra further, Kishanoifel Alponov, the Mishra says, Kishanoifel Alponov, Nogula Hatu is outside small. When we put our head down, so it's interesting here, the Lush and the Mishra is, Noifel Alponov, you're falling on your face. Right? The Lush and Apayim is referring to your face, but Af is your nose, right? So the Mishra says, Kishanoifel Alponov, the minig is to turn to your uh, to lean on your left side. Now let's explain what's going on here. Hinei, so we'll see. Nefilas Now the original nefilas apayim was what's called kido. What is kido? It's a form of prostration. The heinu lipol alponov you fall. Your face, pun of arza on the ground, 
Without your hands and feet spread out. So it's more of your face going down in a in a position towards you know towards the ground, but you're not ex- prostrating yourself all over the ground. So kida is to put your face down without the prostration of your arms and legs. The mamish. Now we don't fall on our face all the way in the ground. Elo, what do we do? We turn our, our head, and and So we, we turn our our head and face a little. In other words, you don't go straight down. You'll see, you put your head down on a little on the slant. Okay? And it's the face that is covered. So you have to cover your face. So what are you covering your face with? With your with your sleeve. But it's not enough for you to cover your face with your arm. In other words, if you don't have a long sleeve shirt, you should not be putting your head on your arm because that's not covering your face when you're doing tachana. Right? So so you should be covering with a beged with a garment. Because the yad, the hand, and the face are one body. The goof can't cover itself. The body can't cover itself. Now, where where do we fall? So the first opinion says, um, well, let's finish over here. So I've cut in Dalit outside small. The Mechavah says in the left arm. Why should we put our head on our left arm? Because when we dive in, Hashem is on the opposite side. So my left is Kiviyach Hashem's right. Okay, so we want to show respect to Hashem. So we're bowing, putting our head down to our left, which is really towards Hashem's right. That's what he's saying over here. Hashem's presence is the opposite side. As the Pasuk says, Hashem is your shade. Hashem To the right hand. What comes out when the person is leaning on his left, his face is his opposite Hashem's presence. And if he was putting his head on his right arm, it would be the opposite. It would be as if he's facing Hashem's left. And we always know that the right side is is more choshev in this in this regard. It's not appropriate, of course, for the evid, for the servant, for the for the servant, the back of his face should be towards his master. So that's why he's explain, explaining over here, you don't want to put your head on the right side, but rather on the left side, so it should be facing the right of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, that's very nice if you're putting your head on your left arm. Well, what about the fact that you wear tefillin on your left arm? How, you don't put your head on your arm when you wear tefillin. If you are a righty, 
because your tefillin are in your left arm. So the Ramah on the top of the page, and it's brought down that today happens to be the yard site of the Ramah, Ramosh Isilis, Lama Gimel Ba'imer. There are those that say he wrote Lama Gimel Svarim, 33 Svarim, as well as that he lived to the age of 33. I saw a different opinion that he lived to the age of 42. Quite remarkable, to, uh, to say the least, of everything that the Ramah, the Paisik the, the for the Ashkenazim did at such a young age, and he, he brought his Neshama, Kosh took his Neshama back to Shemaim very, very early. Okay, uh, so the Ramah now says, V'yesh oyimrim diyesh lahatois al tzad yimin. There is an opinion, Yesh Amr means disagreeing with what we just said because the Mechavah said, go to the left side. Now the Mechavah says, the Ramah says, there are those that say, go to the right side. Put your head down on the right side. Says the Mishnah Rura, Ki ha-shechina neged ha-adam, v'nimsa shmoyl ha-shechina neged yiminai. So, why should you put outside Yemin? Because the Shechina is opposite the person, like like we said. And it comes out, v'nimsa shmoyl ha-shechina, the left of the Shechina, is as on the right of the person. When the person puts his head to the right, he should think his, his left his is under his arm and the right of Hashem is, is like encircling him and hugging him. Okay. So which one is it? Do you put your hand on your left side? You had on your left side, they'll put your head on the right side. You definitely don't put your left hand and right hand down on top of each other and put your head down straight. That you don't do. Okay. That's like some people want to say, like, let make everybody happy. That's not going to work in this case. Not going to do it. Says the Ramah. By Shachris. When most people are righties, and you wear your tefillin on your left side, on your left arm, so for the cover of the tefillin, you don't want to put your head on top of the tefillin, meaning the rutsuis, the straps, so you'll put your head on the right side, by shachar. So for arvis, meaning by mincha time, or when you're not wearing tefillin on your left arm, so let's say, for example, a person went to the base of Kisa, he went to the men's room. And he came back, he went to the, by, during Chazor Sashat, he went to the men's room, he comes back, it's time for Tachanun. So normally, by Shachris, he'd say Tachanun and put his head on the right side. But wait, wait a minute. He's not wearing tefillin now. So now, he should put his head on the left side, even though it's Shachris, because he's not wearing his tefillin. Well, he should put his head on the left side when he's not wearing tefillin. <coughs> says the Mishnah Runan Sivkot in Vav Vekir Vechain Dasataz Magin Avram Shein Lishanis Minakzeh one should not deviate from this approach that when you're wearing tefillin you put your head on your right side and when you're not wearing tefillin you put your head down on your left arm and even according to the Gra who holds like the Mechaber, you always put your head on the left side. The Mechaber will say you always put your head on the left side. So it sounds like, according to the, the Mechaber, even if you're wearing a tefillin, you always put your head on the left side. We have to ask our Svadi Chaverim and Yisvad and listen to the Shurim, 
please reach out and, and confirm that Sfaradim put their head on the left side all the time, even when they're wearing tefillin. And if that's the case, next time you see a Sfaradim saying Tachanun, and he puts his head on the left side, don't tap on the shoulder, you know he's doing something wrong. He's not. That's what the Shulchan Aruch says he should do. <laughs> says the Mishnah from the Gra that if you're diving the shul and they do like the Ramah, that they put their head on the right side, <laughs> you should not deviate from the from the custom because you don't want to have loisus good. Loisus good means it's a pasuk in the Torah. Don't make agudois agudois. Don't make different in the same minion in the same shul in the same situation. Don't make different groups. You don't want to deviate from the custom of the shul. It's interesting. That question is like, how are you going to know? I'm saying if if you're putting your head down, like you're taking a peek, like <laughs> how are you going to know what everyone's doing? Right? Okay, just side point, practical side point. The chazin who is on the right of the oroin of the oroin kodesh. It's appropriate that he should turn his face like he's a little to the side, like facing the Oran Kodesh. So it shouldn't be like he's putting his like face away from the Oran Kodesh. <coughs> then we said by Mincha time, when he's not wearing tefillin, we don't wear tefillin by Mincha. Person, let's say he does wear tefillin. By mincha, people, people, some people wear tefillin the whole day. Take it off by night, but you go to Eretz Yisrael, it's, it's, it's more common. They're, they're davening and learning, gantzatog, a whole day with tefillin. So they'll even by mincha time, they'll do tachan on, on their right arm. Tishbab is also correct. That's right. Uh, so the Chayyadim says you can rely on the Gra in that situation um, to go on the left side. Okay. Says says the question. Yeah. Yes. The Ramaz says back on the top of the page. After you put your head down, nafal al panov, fall on your face. Literally, the words are yagbi roisha yischaim at miyushov. You should pick up your head a little and then sit, continue sitting down and continue supplicating with the words of the Tachman. In every place according to their Minuk. The custom is to say which the words mean, and we don't know what more to do. And we'll explain what that means in a second. Then we say Chati Kaddish, Half Kaddish, and then Ashrei, Lam Netzayach, Valtzioin, and the rest. Even on days which we do not say Tachanon, Oymrim Lam Netzayach, Milvad Barosh Chaydish, V'chanak O'Purim V'Ara Pesach, V'Arav Yom Kippur Metishvah. So he says, and even on days, this, which, is, which is a very timely halacha, which applies today. So, in fact, I noticed last night one of my siddur, the siddur I used, said, quoted literally this exact Ramah. That even on days when you don't say Tachanon, you st- which is today, Lag Baimer, you still do recite Lam Natsayach, except for Armash Chaydish, Chanukah, Purim, Erev Pesach, Erev Yom Kippur, and Tisha B'av. Six exceptions that the Ramah brings down. 
that obviously Hanukkah is, is eight days, but in the, the, the din is six days of exceptions, that when those days you won't say Tachanun, and you will not say Lamnatzeich as well on these days once again. Rosh Chodesh, Hanukkah, Purim, Ere Pesach, Ergen Kippur, and Tisha B'Av. Says the Mishnah Rura in Sif Kotin Ches and Test, the female again of Bidnus Elu, Medinus Elu, Noigen, Loimar, Rachel, Mechanon, and as you'll take a look in your sitter, at you say Vayemer David, not everybody says Vayemer David, but many people say Vayemer David, then you say Rachel, Mechanon, you say that one or two Psokim, then one or two, uh, right, then you say it's basically Perik Vav of Tehillim. Tachanun Nefilus Apayim is, is chapter 6 of Tilum. That's what it is, for the most part. Then he says over here, now, wh- what are we doing over What's the whole procedure of you putting your head down, then you pick your head up, then you'll notice, many students say, after you recite the words of Anachnu Loineida, you should stand up. Like, wh- what is this all about? So, Mr. Ruhl explains beautifully like this right now. So you say, A person just daven to Hashem in all the possibilities, all the different ways a person can daven. He was first sitting during Pesukah de Zimra and then Bechaz Kriyashma. Then he was standing by the Amida, by Shemona Esrei, and daven to Hashem. Then he does Nefilos Apayim. Nefilos Apayim falls down. On his face. And we're diving to Hashem, Yeshiva Rabbeinu. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu Allah Hashem did as well. Shinemar, Vaeshev Bahar, I will sit on the mountain. Vaanoichi Amaditi Bahar, and I stood on the mountain. Amaditi Bahar. This power of Nei Hashem, and I dive before Hashem. I'm sorry, Vesnapel, not Vespalo. Vesnapel means falling down on my face. So Moshe Rabbeinu davened to Hashem in all possibilities, all the ways possible. Sitting, standing, falling down on his face. There's no other way. You can't daven to Hashem floating in the air. We can't do that. Then we say as follows. We say, we don't know what else to do. Hashem, please answer our tefillos. Answer our tefillos. That's, that's what it means. But let's apply the meaning. Manasa, what, what else should we do? Please answer us. We approach you in all possible ways of davening to you. But that's not a way of davening, right? That's not a flying fly, fly in your back. It's not a way of davening. You're not going to go backwards. That's, that looks that's relaxing, relaxing okay. right? That's so the opposite. The only other, the only other position. Right, right, right. But 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 that's relaxing. The same way we can't lie flat, flat on back unless a person's sick. We learned we should not be diving with our feet crossed. We learned that's that's like relaxing, you know. So so to dive into Hashem in the way of a relaxing state, it's not appropriate. We should say the words, the three words. We don't know what else to do. Sitting down. After we do say those words, we say and we stand up. Okay, and we stand up. And then we're showing, expressing to Hashem, 
please answer our telos. We approached you in every physical possible way of davening to you. So that's understanding, and and uh, we're gonna have Parshas Koirach in a few weeks and a few months, and uh, we'll see what happens when when Koirach comes to attack Moshe Rabbeinu. What did he do? What was he? He falls. He falls down, right? Yeah. yeah. He falls down. What's gonna be? What's gonna be? He falls down. What, what, what's, what's next? What's next? When we say these words, let's say these words with the feeling and the meaning and the physical action as well and put it all together. That our tool should be answered. Okay, that was Sif Aleph. We now continue with Sif Base. The Mechaber says, Nefilas apayim miyushov the Mechaber tells us, Nefilas Apayim should be recited sitting down. It's interesting because once you say sitting down, doesn't it by definition definition mean not standing? So why does he have to say and not standing? Right? You tell somebody, you have to do the sitting down. You have to tell them and not standing? Right? Okay. So let's let's see over here. Miyushov says the Mishmakasa Beis Yosef Shatamhu Al Derech Hakabala. Okay, well it's a very appropriate day for that. Today's a Yosef Shem Bayuchai. So uh, the reason why we should say Nefil Sapaim sitting down is Al Pi Derech Hakabala. Good, fine. When you know what that is, tell me also. Uvu Rivash Kasa Sheink Peita. The Rivash says. Don't worry about it. Who was the Rivash? The Rivash was the God of Ador in the generation before the Beis Yosef, before, before the Shulchan Aruch. So the, the Rivash says, don't worry about it. You want to sit, sit, stand, stand. Kosvu achreinim. Kosvu achreinim. In the time of need, let's say time of need, let's say it's hard for a person to get up and down. Let's say it's hard. You're just standing, then you're sitting, you go up and down. It's, it's hard on the knees. So if you need to stand, the Rivash says, so the Mishnah says you can rely on the Rivash. He gives a different example. Let's say you finish from an Esrei, and you, after you finish from an Esrei, we learned, before you take your steps forward, you should wait in your place where you took your steps backwards a few seconds. Don't just take your steps backwards, forwards, ah, done, goodbye, Zaygazund. At the Shodera Heretz. Say, stay where we are. We just finished one aspect. We want to leave slowly. So stay there the amount of time it takes to walk Dalit Amos. Around eight feet, which is a couple seconds. Nothing major. Now, you just finished your Shemona Esrei. The Chazan just starts Tachanon. Very interesting. He says, Say Tachanon where you are standing. To say it at the same time as the tzibar, so you see, there's an Indian, there's a, a benefit to saying tachanon as a, at the same time as the tzibar. According to some opinions, you cannot sit down if someone is davening on the side of you. You can't go to the side. Someone's diving behind you. You could daven, say, Tachman standing up, and other such examples. So we're giving different um, explanations as to, although the Mechaber says, 
Uh, we are explaining that there are times and one can also still recite it standing up. Um, another situation. You're diving in a place, there's no chair. What are you supposed to do now? If you can, so you lean on the wall. If you're leaning on the wall, it's not like you're standing. Because someone would remove that wall, you'd fall down. Right? So it's it's like you're sitting. Okay? So like you pick up your head. You know, if there's a Sefer Torah, if there's a Sefer Torah, then you have to put your head down. Another point, by the way, <coughs> which we'll get to, Mr. Hashem, is that you 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 put your head down when there's a Sefer Torah. If there's no Sefer Torah, you don't put your head down. And if there's an Aron Kodesh that's empty, there's no Sefer Torah. So you, you don't put your head down. Right? Now, some say if you're in a room full of Svarim, I don't know how many Svarim, some say you should also put your head down. I don't know exactly how many Svarim that to be. I don't know. I, you know, I can count them. But an empty Aron Kodesh, like during those days of, there was something called COVID. COVID was a time when people were diving out, outdoors also. A oh, little history. Okay. And they had an Aron Kodesh for the Sevet Torah to put in there when they were leaning. But if it's empty, there's no Sevet Torah. So would you put your head down with an empty Aron Kodesh during that time period? The answer is no. There's no, no Sevet Torah, right? Okay. Let's see a little further over here. Um, actually, we're up to what? Sifkat Yudalif? Yudalif. Okay, so uh, we're, that's really in the beginning of the Ramah, and it's 1121, so we're going to stop here with the Shir. Pick up Mitzvah from Sifkat Yudalif tomorrow.